Hey y'all, welcome back to the Half Court Shot. I'm your host Nathan Park, and today we have another episode. Um, yeah, it's been a while, but I am back finally. And um, for anybody that's just been following the NBA in general, even casual fans, um, we know who came into the who came into the season at the top of the charts, middle, and at the bottom of the standings. And for the most part. It's been playing out pretty much just as how everyone predicted it. Um, one team, though, in particular that I had pretty high expectations for going into the season is somewhat underwhelming at the moment, and that is the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, this team who's had Zion Williamson, who they drafted two years ago as the number one overall pick, who, in my opinion, was the most hyped-up rookie since LeBron James in 2003. Uh, They have an all-star last year in Brandon Ingram, who has been putting up crazy numbers and was projected to have an even better season this year. Um, We have the former number two overall pick, Lonzo Ball, who also was a very hyped-up rookie. We have guys like um, Jackson Hayes. We have Eric Bledsoe. Those guys in general, I thought they would take the next next step into being a pretty high seed in the West. Um, Yeah, but they just haven't been doing that this year. They are negative, so they are losing more games than winning. And I wouldn't say they're facing particularly good teams. I just think the team overall is underperforming. Obviously, you have guys like Zion and Brandon Ingram who are playing fine. Um, or no, better than fine. But it just doesn't seem like enough. I thought Lonzo Ball would have a near breakout season. I thought he really would. But it's not really seem seeming like that he seems to be scared to shoot the ball and if you watch his games it looks like he is scared to shoot he is still an assist machine and still is a good perimeter defender but I think the Pelicans need him to be a little bit more of a scorer to take the workload off of guys like Brandon Ingram whose offensive numbers are a little bit down as compared to last year um, that might be because Zion is putting up more shots. You have you have you added another player like Eric Bledsoe. You have Nikhil Alexander Walker, who's getting solid minutes for them now. And yeah, so obviously it's not a bad thing that his numbers are down. He's still playing great, and if he's getting other guys involved, then yeah, it's perfectly fine to have his numbers down. But the thing is, he really isn't getting other guys other guys involved. Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, he's getting minutes, which is great. He's one of my favorite players in the NBA. Um, but it's just, I feel like, a, I feel like the teams are, the team is playing a lot of ISO basketball and it's just, it's not fun to watch and it's not winning them games. Um, if you watch their possessions, there isn't really a lot of passing going around. It's more just... If Zion has the ball, he takes the ball. If Brandon Ingram has the ball, he takes the ball. If Eric Bledsoe has it, he takes it. And yeah, it just doesn't seem like this team has a lot of good chemistry going in between them. And 
Yeah, I think that's why they're losing games. Um, they have a good balance of offensive and defensive players. They have good defenders like Lonzo and Eric Bledsoe. Even Zion Williamson is a decent defender. And then you have like offensive juggernauts like Zion, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Brandon Ingram, those guys who can definitely put the ball in the basket. But it's their chemistry that's not really working out for them. I wouldn't say there's a coaching problem because I do believe that the minutes spread it out to, to all the players are fine. And I think the team overall just needs to step up. Um, Eric Bledsoe's having an extremely, extremely subpar year. He's, I, I wouldn't say he's a top 15 guard in the NBA anymore. Um, yeah, and I just think that for the money he's making, he wasn't really worth the addition. Um, I think they do need a better front court um or center position in general i think jackson hayes is doing a tremendous job but i think you need a guy that has a little bit more experience this pelicans team does not know how to use jj reddick um yeah i think the 76ers when they had jj used them a lot better obviously we know jj reddick as a three-point specialist and i'm sure Every team in the NBA knows that. And the Pelicans try to mimic what the 76ers did for J.J. Redick. But they're missing a lot of important parts of the plays that they ran around J.J. And he just isn't shooting it super efficiently anymore. Um, and another thing about efficiency, Zion, Brandon Ingram, they're all not very efficient from the field. And obviously, if you look at um if you look at their numbers in terms of yeah in terms of just stats and um efficiency it's not it's not great um yeah but that's just that's that's really all i wanted to say about the new orleans pelicans um and then one more team comes to mind when it comes to underperforming the season and that is the Phoenix Suns. There is a lot I have to say about the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker, he he's playing great basketball, but he's not particularly efficient. And efficiency is a huge part because if you're scoring 30 points, but you're taking 35 shots and attempting like 15 free throws, I wouldn't say that's such a huge accomplishment. Especially if you're not a great defender and you're allowing 30 points on the other side of the ball. It's it, it's useless. It, it really is. And I'm, I'm not saying Devin Booker is that by any means. But he is somewhat like that. And then you have a guy like Chris Paul. The quote-unquote clutch king. The point god. Whatever you want to call it. He's playing great basketball too. He's... Being the Chris Paul that we all know, gonna give you a double double um, with assists and points. But if you watch them play, I think Chris Paul is just like a super frustrating player to watch, especially because um, I'm like a huge fan of DeAndre Ayton, and he's been playing great basketball 
ever since entering the NBA, and I think he's been super slipped on because he's been overshadowed by guys like Luka Doncic and Trey Young. But I, I still feel like he's playing very good basketball, and I don't think the Suns made a bad pick by picking him up as their number one overall. Be just because I don't think Luka or Trey Young would fit alongside Devin Booker and would have had to make a choice between one or the other. I think getting a big man was great, and I think DeAndre Ayton was the best pick for them. Um, Yeah, but that being said, DeAndre Ayton does not get the ball enough. He really, really, really does not. Um, Watching him last year, they had plays around him. They fed him in the post and stuff like that. But ever since Chris Paul has been added to the team, DeAndre Ayton, his usage has gone down a bunch. If you watch him play, he's just there to set screens, get boards, play good defense. And that's not what he's meant to be. They're trying to use him like they use Rudy Gobert, but he is way more than that. His 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 ability to play on the offensive side of the ball is has such a high ceiling and I think that he could potentially be one of the best centers in the NBA if he does develop a more consistent jump shot and if he is fed the fed the ball a lot more and I don't think the Phoenix Suns are doing a good job with that. Um, because Mainly because Chris Paul doesn't give him the ball a lot. And I'm not blaming this on Chris Paul. It's just a matter of the Suns need to focus on developing their young guys. Especially because DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker's timelines match up somewhat. So, you, so they can be your two franchise pieces and you can build around them. But if you have a guy like Chris Paul come in who already has settled himself in the NBA, who already has built his reputation, obviously everyone knows what he can do. But if you focus on him, you focus your plays around him, try to make a push for a championship while he's getting older, I don't know if that's going to work out in five years when DeAndre Ayton's in his prime, when Devin Booker is hitting his prime or, or leaving um, I just think for the Suns team, they need to focus on their young guys because their team is very young and build around those two pieces because DeAndre Ayton can be a star in the future. It's just a matter of how they develop him. But other than that, that's all for me. I'm your host, Nathan Park, and this has been the Half Court Shot. Thank you guys for listening, and I will be back next week.